Don't actually put that in the podcast. <laughs> no. Don't please don't. My mom listens to the intros. She she would she would listen to the starts of podcasts until we started talking about video games, and then she would be like, "Cool, done." Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer episode 49. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. What's up? How's it going, guys? How's it oh. going, Severn, specifically? It's going well, Nick. Let's get you started. It's, it's a good day. It is. It's pretty good. Out. It is so, good. So, good thing we're cooped up in Blake's apartment. Yep. Talking into microphones. How are you going, Blake? I'm, do- I'm going good. Yep. yep. Okay, good. We're all good. How are you, how well, are you going, Nick? Well, that's been Front Seat Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going, um, Nick? I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. So episode fifty is going to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. ramping up. Uh, do, should we do anything special for episode fifty? Um, we can talk about it post episode forty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think we should do something special for episode fifty, tweet at us at Front Seat Cast. Um, what have you guys been playing? Because I've been playing uh, Hearthstone a little bit with the expansion and coming up only a couple weeks away. Um, and I played a play through game called Samurai Three, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. You guys been playing anything good? Uh, good. <laughs> you guys been playing anything in general? <laughs> no, I, okay, I I've been playing um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. um, and uh, much to Severn's shock, I've been enjoying it. <laughs> yep. Severn, what's your opinion on MMOs in general? Uh, they don't look very good. They don't look very good. Mm-hmm. Like so, the issue is graphics. Yeah. Okay. Very much so. If there was a gorgeous looking MMO, mm-hmm. it, was, it was just like photorealistic. But the only thing you could do. The division. The only thing you could do was mm-hmm. talk to people. Would you, you, would you play it? You're thinking of walking outside and just talking to people? <laughs> Photoreal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Oh, or, do I, it's I do that all the time. <laughs> it's basically Second Life. You can talk to people and also there's. Um, but the, you the, can be dressed as a sexy fox. <laughs> you, you oh. can be, yeah. and, and there's just floating dongs in the yeah, background. Yeah. Just Jeez. Flying yeah. around. Did you ever not. see that? No. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that, but I mean, I I know Second Life is full of that. Yeah, yeah. Floating songs. Yeah, it's Just, very... people make money off it too. Yeah. Uh, there, not long ago, some I think I feel like it was a news like channel or something did an, an online interview oh, that was broadcast uh, on Second Life. Like they they interviewed <laughs> one of these like Second Life real estate moguls, right? Um, and someone made a thing in second life that was like a, a polygonal penis yep. that would rep- self-replicate oh my god and so and then <laughs> like they got it in the background of the interview and then it just like all these all these like virtual dongs just started like, uh. flooding the camera <laughs> in the middle of the interview uh, um, and um you can still find that somewhere online se- second yeah i don't know second life is is amazing but i have no I don't want to go and look I at it. I tried it one time. Yeah. I did not have a good time. It doesn't, it also like, you, I mean, you have, say, you know, Elder Scrolls Online looks pretty rubbish. Dude, Second Life looks Oh, yeah, but that rubbish. was 20 years ago or something. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. Wasn't it a uh, long time ago? It was uh, about, 10 or 15 at this point, I think. Um, yeah. It's still going, though. Yeah. Still well, got a yeah. very dedicated community of perverts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a weird game. It's, it's one of those games where, like, you, it, 
hard to find the game. It's not a game, I thought. I thought it was just basically a chat room. Uh, it sort of is, but I mean, there's like this economy aspect to it. And, you know, when there's an economy, there are, there are yeah. winners and losers, really. Oh, right? ah, sure. But there's no like, I mean, you're not going out doing it. It's not like uh, World of Warcraft, like MMO. No, you're, you're not, not doing you're not questing. Quests, you're, no. stuff. you're just like, you can buy stuff. Yep. And you can have like a plot of land and you can have yep. your own, I guess, world or something. Yeah. I mean, you could probably make games, and I'm sure people have done this. You can probably make games within Second Life that people can yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so it really, it's just like a virtual world, I yeah. guess, more than anything else. But it's an economy-driven virtual world, mm. so it's interesting. Yeah, it's a real it's, weird thing. There's also like, uh, have you guys heard of like Project Entropia? Or I guess it's called Entropia Universe I don't think now. So. No, no. Okay, this is this is an uh, an actual MMO game from like early 2000s, uh, where you would buy. I think it was free to play, but you you had to pay money to get access to certain tools um and you could use those tools to like mine for resources or, or kill monsters or whatever and collect resources and, and you those resources could be sold to other players for this currency um which could then be cashed out right so you that's cool. real so money. Bots just yeah. flooded that thing uh not i don't think so because he had okay. to be kind of smart about how you did stuff okay um it wasn't just like I mean you couldn't for example it, generally it's lossy like if you if it costs five dollars to repair your hammer mm. um, on average you're gonna get like four dollars worth of value out of using that hammer um, but sometimes if you're lucky you might get ten dollars and then suddenly you're you're profitable mm-hmm. and so there are people and and then you can also like buy in the same way the second life has these like real estate mobiles you could buy worlds in that game and people would pay fees to use those worlds in an attempt to make more money but it's really it was the landowners that made the most money in those games so entropy universe is an interesting game where is that game now uh it's still around okay um they've they did some real weird stuff they had i think a place called planet michael jackson Ooh. which was like a whole michael jackson theme never never world <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> Uh, and they had like a space station mm. that they sold for like a million dollars. Yeah, um, investment small like hedge funds and stuff yeah. would buy uh, these things just because like they have billions of dollars to mm. play around with, and this is like a small investment that could pay off well. Mm. Dude, we should get into like making art for it. <laughs> oh, you reckon? Because, dude, it's just polygons. Like, uh, yeah, it's I'm... not even good looking. <laughs> well, I don't even know. It's not even like the art that that matters, right? It's the, it's the economy behind the art. Oh, in, sure. In but game. I mean, if you can make a space station for, <laughs> in, like, I don't know, less than a day, and then sell it, have it, you somehow get part of that like yeah. million dollars that it was sold for. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't even. I I don't fully know like what you could do on that space station that made it worthwhile. Mm. I don't know. It's a it's it's a hard one to really investigate as well because to get to the point where these things matter to you, you will probably have to have invested quite a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels yeah. like you have to live like that. That is your second life. Like you, yep. you're living and working, or your yeah, or your like, job basically. Yeah, yeah, your job that becomes mm-hmm. your job. Mm-hmm. Um, man, talking about MMOs, did uh, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. Did you see there was a it, it was in the news like maybe a few months ago, but this Twitch streamer was doing a tour of abandoned MMOs. Ooh, and uh, I don't know what MMO it was, but he was walking around and there was like no one there, and he was just like looking at the stuff and being like, "Oh yeah," and it's like uh, late '90s kind of graphics, so mm-hmm. it's real chunky and blocky and gross. Yep. Um, and it looked like one of those. It looked a little bit like a Second Life type thing where 
they weren't like they were NPCs and stuff, but I don't know if they were like giving you quests or or there was no like storyline or anything like that. It's just this mm-hmm. weird world that heaps of people inhabited at one point and made stuff in and and that and he was just walking around looking at stuff. And he encountered what he thought was an NPC and after a while of talking to them he realized it was a player. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the the guy was like basically role playing and like they were wow. talking in this like orc camp and he's like we have to be quiet because we don't want to like like uh, you, you don't want to alert the orcs alert or whatever orcs or something like yeah. that. And yeah, and then and then he said something he said uh, so, somewhere in the in the conversation he said the streamer's name and it freaked him out and that's when he i think that's when he realized like this guy is a, a, not an npc right and um he he started saying like you need to leave now this place is mine i i, I can be the only one here or something and started like chasing him around and then he he ran off for a while <laughs> and then the streamer followed him and then you know they had another interaction and the dude turned into a werewolf and just started like what <laughs> freaking him out are you sure this wasn't a fever dream no this had? was an actual <laughs> real thing and it had, it was in the news about it and it was like it was in the news yeah yeah i mean my news <laughs> <laughs> you know gamer news right your fever dream news <laughs> the news you see when yeah. you close your eyes yeah you know i when i woke up i was like ah, <laughs> werewolf <laughs> Um, um, if you could find track this, yeah, down, I'll I'll post on uh, I'd be I'll, I'll post on the Facebook. I'm sure I might have already done that ages back, but I I can't remember. I might have just posted it on my own Facebook, but yeah, yeah, it was it was that. fascinating because like you see the guy the the streamer it, like slowly realize, realize that yeah. this is not an NPC, this is a a real player, real player, yeah, yeah, and just started freaking out. Wow, because the cool. guy was like saying, I I can be the only one here. I'm this world is mine kind of thing. And right. Yeah, it's just being real weird. Jeez. I wonder what game that was. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what Who game Who even was. runs that? Oh, the, actually, the um, in, in the news articles, were they were saying that the de- they, they talked to the devs about it, and they said, yeah, there are like a really small group of, uh, they called them old-timers, mm. <laughs> who you know played it in the 90s, I guess, and are probably mm. like, I don't know, 40 or something now, yep. who occasionally will go back in for special events. Right, you know, yeah. or like their birthdays. Or, is it still or whatever. profitable to keep that running? I don't though? think it is, but I think it's the the cost of keeping it running is so small that it doesn't really matter. Right, huh? Because there's like compared to <laughs> there, you know, like I I would I would not be surprised if um you know the cost of running our our servers and stuff because there's so much more going on. Yeah, compared to a game. That was made in the nineties. Yeah, keeping that running on a server is probably just is nothing. It's going to be a fraction yeah. of of a normal game now. Yeah. Um, there's an MMO that this sort of made me think of, which I played for about a day. It's a really, it's an interesting game. I, I should recheck it out. It's called, I think it's called love. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Have, have yeah, I mentioned yeah. this before? I, 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 I've seen it. I, not for a long time though. Yeah. That's a strange one. Yeah. It's, it's, that's super weird. It's so it looks so like unlike any other game. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like a painting basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all 3D, but self shaded. No, no, no. It's like they've got a. I don't. I don't know. Like they've got like a post processing thing that makes yeah. it look like a painting. Um, like so you're running past, but everything, the things you're running past look like brush strokes. Yeah, it's really. And you can shape yeah. the land and like create structures. And um, I from, remember from... I stumbled across some other players who were making something. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. This, this was a couple years ago. I think it had only come out a year or two before that. It has a, from what I saw, it has this weird dreamlike quality. Like, yes, it's like when you try to remember a dream, it's sort of fuzzy and yeah, 
and then that seems to be what the game is like. There are you'd be surprised at how many like very 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 niche MMOs are out there. That's mm. one of them. Um, there's another one called I think it's called Project Salem, or maybe it's just called Salem, right? Which um, is a sort of I guess like a survival MMO mm. where it takes place in like the 1600s of U.S. and like um, U.S. of A. Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, they're in the witch trials and stuff. And oh, yeah, wow. you're a witch, and, and you then... can try and you can try and convince people that other players are witches. Oh shit! And, oh, very cool. And but then like if you if you take any act like if if you kill a player, you've just broken the law, and everyone mm. can turn on oh, you. Oh wow! Um, is that uh, are those rules like set by the game, or is that just what players have decided? I'm I'm not sure. Like, I, are there NPCs that will then? Like when you kill a player, are you then flagged as an enemy, and NPC guards will come? come no, I you? don't. Th- I don't think it's NPC guard driven. Like right. I, I think it's more a case of like you've killed a player, um, so now like you being killed isn't a punishable crime. Yeah, um, or something like that. Right. Something more along those lines. Um, I don't know a hundred percent though. I, I actually it, it's all made by one dude oh, as well. Wow. So there's some there's like these one man show MMOs yeah. that are out there. Um, I met him years and years ago it was what's the it, um what's the art style um well is it 3d it, it, you is know it... it is 3d you, you know don't starve yep it's quite similar to that okay um in terms of like it's it's sort of like Some, flat and isometrically angled but something a little bit easier for a one-man person yeah to yeah together. quite simple looking yeah um and there was he made a game that had a similar premise it's, it's all permadeath as well so if your character dies oh, that's man. it um there was another game he made I don't remember the name of it, but it was two D and had a very, very similar premise of like there are limited resources in the world. It's permanent death, uh, and you have to like be eating regularly and all sorts of stuff. That sounds like a game you'd hate because you were talking yeah, about uh, how you hate being told what to do in yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. This you like the I... option of picking berries, but you yep. don't want the game to tell you you have to pick berries. Yep. Yeah, we talked about this with Ryan. Yeah, he. Um, it was funny. Ryan basically said that um, you articulated something that he didn't even know that he felt about uh, like games yeah like, he, he had he, the same you know feeling but they, it, it wasn't like at a conscious level right. yeah it, he, he I, I made him realize what he felt subconsciously yeah yeah that's exactly <laughs> it, yeah um i also told him that you awoken something in him <laughs> yeah yep, <laughs> but that's a different story <laughs> uh, that's a story for another time <laughs> yeah. um that's a different podcast was, altogether uh, Talking about weird MMOs, I remember there was an MMO called The Forest. I think it was called this The Forest. Oh no, weird. Endless Endless Forest. Oh, have you heard about? Oh that? yeah, with the deer faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I played that game. And you're just a bunch I of deer. A, I played a lot of that. Really? Yeah. It's 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 weird. That's, you're that's just a bunch of deer walking no, around. You you are deer until you get your human face. You're like a fawn until you oh, get, until you grow up into like a full. That, that game's really weird um, because you have to. I think you have to be playing regularly for a certain period of time right. before you qualify to become the adult. And what deer. does what, what do you do? Uh, deer things. So you just <laughs> so you really do just, just walk just around, just fawning like, around. Um, you can, there's just like it's, it's, it's all it's all like gesture right. based. So like you find other deer players and you can gesture to them. And I feel like there are um, certain activities yeah. that can result in like special secret i feel stuff. like this is a game for children who it's not who are like you're you 
your parents are like, you can go on the internet and you can play an MMO, <laughs> but we don't want you actually talking to anyone. Right. But you can be a deer and gesture to these strangers. It's it's definitely, there's like a, I think it's, I would be very surprised if it wasn't a primarily adult, primarily <laughs> yep. furry driven community. Oh, oh yeah. But I mean, it w- I, I bet it would have started off as like maybe aiming towards a more family friendly thing, but the, you know, the, I don't the think furries is. just came this is This is the same, this is a development studio that makes just very strange art games right like they have one called i think it was called the, the graveyard or the walk or something oh, like with that. a granny yes yeah yeah i played that yeah. well i've played that yeah. in air quotes because you just walk down a path and then and then sit on a bench don't you and that's yeah it. pretty much that's it's all the same studio it's all like weird artsy yeah. European games um which i actually really like that there's these people doing these because it's like yeah it's you, you. Sometimes you 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 have an experience you weren't expecting. Well, actually, so I can't remember with that graveyard one. Was there actually like because like dear Esther, you you can say you're just walking around, but you got like audio stuff. You got like yeah, you got like some kind of like little story that's evolving. Mm-hmm. When I played that graveyard one, I don't remember anything happening. Um, I mean, I just... feel like there was a version you could buy where there was some stuff that happens, but I don't. Oh, DLC. DLC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Screw that. Buy <laughs> this and something will happen. Yep. Uh, EA again? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, same studio. Wow. That's that's. Yep. Okay. Uh, there was. Uh, oh, there was another one. I just. It reminded me of. But I can't really think of it now. Anyway, we're just yeah. talking about bad MMO. <laughs> yeah, there's a game called World of Warcraft. Yeah, Real of weird. <laughs> World of Tanks. Yeah, that's a that's a weird MMO. That is a right? weird. That is a weird one. It's it's not really an MMO, I guess. It's more like a Counter Strike game than anything. Yeah, else. it's just got some. But you have don't you have perma like something? There's like yeah, you've got like, like you, your, you, your you, tank inventory yeah. and stuff. And you carry it. Over? I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, um, it's you 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 build up your garage of tanks basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it, and um, so so the thing is, I uh, I was on the fence of this game for such a long time because I've heard that oh, it's not very, it's not that good. <laughs> oh, who would have said that? I don't know. <laughs> but you you're not the only one that has said that. Like mm-hmm. quite a lot of people have said. I've had friends that bought it when it first came out and they played it for a little while and then they're like, ah, and go back to WoW. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's pretty safe to say that WoW is probably like the best sort of MMO. Yeah. Um, um it's it's got legs, man. It does. Uh, yeah. It's 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 de- I mean it's still a great game. Yeah. But now it's at this point it's like what what do you need in an MMO? Because well, that, the, oh, if you're expecting like just tons of content, yeah, like EverQuest, the first EverQuest has crazy amounts of content. Mm. If you're expecting like uh, a beautiful, full-fledged, detailed world, like yeah, World of Warcraft's probably mm. one of the better ones in terms of well, world um, detail. But it's also like Elder Scrolls looks fantastic in terms of the world detail. Yep, yep. Um, it, if you're, it certainly if does. You're looking for great combat, like World of Warcraft's got sort of basic stuff. It's mm. it's it's more like World of Warcraft has become uh, the standard by which MMOs are are judged, but mm. it's just I don't know if I would call it the best anymore. Well, it's getting record numbers again. Wait, really? Yeah, Legion has like boosted it past like. Well, this is what just what I heard from uh, one of my mates that is playing it. Um, 
He reckons uh-huh. it's boosted past like whatever the height was last time, like it was, twelve million. It was fourteen million at one point, I think. Really? Maybe um, that's maybe that's it. I would be very surprised if it's still. I, I, well, that's the thing. Like I, every I every expansion, every expansion, they have a huge increase. Yeah, it's, and then it and then it got, dies back. But from what I've heard is that this this new expansion of um, Legion Legion yeah. yeah is is really like holding people like the drop off is not as high but the thing is this is just what i've heard from people who are still playing it so maybe it's just their point of view is like yeah i'm still playing it so the drop off no no one's dropping off (laughs) (laughs) i haven't dropped off therefore nobody's dropped off yeah i mean daniel at work is is playing it i think right yeah um but yeah so the the thing is like I got tired of World of Warcraft ages ago. Yeah. And even though, like, everyone keeps saying Legion is the best, I'm not interested in it anymore. I just right. kind of want something new. And I've always gone around to, like, some of the free-to-play MMOs, and I tried them out. But as soon as, like, you know, you get to the... As soon as it becomes clear that it's uh, kill five rats, collect yeah. collect five whatevers, like, um, I that, that sort of turns me off. And um, Star Wars Old Republic, I was really excited for. Um that went free to play. So I, I started playing that and very quickly it was exactly the same. Like collect five holocrons, yeah. collect, you know. In terms of actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it, it had the awesome Bioware story stuff, yeah. but it wasn't enough of a wrapper around that mm-hmm. that core collect five bear paws. Right. Right. And for some reason in, um, in uh, Elder Scrolls, I haven't had that feeling yet. And mm-hmm. I've been playing it for like, you know, I played it for the full weekend when it was free and then played it for a few days uh, this week um, after I bought it. Yeah, and, like, it, the quests feel much more like an Elder Scrolls quest um, with, like, stuff that, ha- you know, you go into a dungeon, and there's, like, some sort of story in that dungeon. It's not like, go into this dungeon, kill eight bandits. Oh, you've done that. Killed ten skeleton guys. Oh, you done that. Oh, you completed the dungeon. Fight the boss. Oh, you completed the dungeon. Mm. There's actual like story stuff happening, and like quests will like like have several different parts, and and uh, some of it is you know collect mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. but it, it's I don't know. It's somehow wrapped in 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 a better storytelling thing. Okay. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm really kind of enjoying that. Well, it's, I mean, the Elder Scrolls structure for content has gotten very good like in skyrim mm. if you compare skyrim to morrowind in morrowind there are there are a lot of dungeons around the world yeah and you go in there and there might be some bandits if it's if it's mm. like a a cave um or there might if it's like a, a tomb there's gonna be skeletons yeah you, and with, with some demons or something or you go into a daedric ruin you, you know there's gonna be daedric mm. inside you have some expectation of what you're gonna find inside um you might occasionally find like a scroll on the ground that gives some context for that. Right. Like, uh, uh, good thing we're hiding from the local authority down mm. here in this bandit cave, you know. Um, but most of the time, it's just like a random encounter. Yeah, there's right? there's nothing. No, there's no environmental storytelling in right. Morrowind. Yeah. Um, where you, you, you skip little, ahead like to Skyrim, least. and it's like every dungeon has its own yep. story to tell, yeah. which is like a really clever. Uh, way to structure the content mm. um and i if they i i would i assume this is what they've sort of adopted for yeah elder scrolls yeah. online where it's like every area you go to has its own little tale to tell mm. um, and they and it's told you know it's told in a way that um whereas like world of world of warcraft would would have an interesting story for an area yeah but it would still boil down to 
there's a field of guys, go kill 10 of them, come back to me, and then right. I'll tell you to kill 10 more of something else. Right. And then the area might change, and yeah, you've liberated whatever. Right. But, you know, the the core of, like, the the, the quest objectives are, are still that same, you know. Yeah, which I think, like, you can do with something, you can have a very similar gameplay pattern, but frame it in a different way. For mm. example, instead of kill 10 guys in this area, it's... it's Go into this area and and get this thing. Like there are these guys, they're summoning a demon. Mm-hmm. Stop them from summoning the demon. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and and there just happens to be the ten, yeah. ten guys there. Summoning it's just like it's, little... it, I think with Elder Scrolls, it's just better. Those quests are just better wrapped yeah. in an actual, you know, some kind of narrative that's mm. happening. You know, there mm-hmm. there was uh, the area that we just ran through. Why? Well, because I showed these guys before, and there were those ghost guys that had become neutral to me. Yeah. Uh, when I first walked up to that area, those guys were hostile, and I thought, "Oh, here we go. This is where it's going to be. Kill ten ghosts, right. kill you know right. whatever." But it wasn't. It was still. It was like I had to go out there and activate some amulet on one ghost, and then uh, I got, had an option to um, activate this other amulet on another ghost, and then I got like two options of how I wanted to deal with these two ghosts. And it, it it still ended up in the same thing, but it got right. there differently, and. I still like killed ghosts throughout the thing, but like killing a certain number of ghosts was not the, the 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 main goal. Right, and also the fact that now they're neutral, yeah, is very fascinating because it's now like you've you've made a permanent change to the world. Yeah, for, to me from, anyway. From, 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 yeah, 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 from your character's perspective, yeah. which is um, something that Elder Scrolls games are about. They're about per, like world permanence. Mm. You know, you take an apple from that table. That apple is in your inventory. That person doesn't have that apple anymore. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it that way. I mean, it's not. May, maybe they will reach a point where I just see it all exposed. And I'm like, I can't. Oh, another, another fucking amulet and another fucking ghost. All right. Yep. There's, um, yeah, it's. I mean, when you when you look at that game, it looks like an MMO. Yeah, it totally looks like, like an MMO. Characters' movements and stuff are all not the same as an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Elder Scrolls games have never been about awesome animations or, um. You know, whatever but like in this it really does look like okay we have to make this as broadly uh build uponable mm. <laughs> as possible like we have to be able to continually add content to yeah. this um so it, it looks it, it does it does look like someone's made an elder scrolls mmo framework and yeah. here's the elder scrolls mmo yeah it, it is it does seem a little bit like that and they're using a you know they're not using their Gamebryo engine or their right. whatever the hell <laughs> other thing. They're they're using something. Actually, they might be using the, something of uh, their Gamebryo engine. They're using something called the Hero Engine. Um, okay. Which I don't know what that is, but some sort of some sort of MMO. Sounds engine. cool though. Yeah. It's got the word hero yeah, in it. Some kind of MMO engine. But um, <laughs> are you enjoying it? Are you? Yeah. No, it? I I am, and I yeah, and I guess the the thing is that um, I think the reason I'm enjoying it is because it's Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Like, if this was, you know, some, I don't know, Korean MMO or something, just mm-hmm. some nameless MMO, then I'd probably be not playing it anymore because mm. I don't recognize the world. I'm not invested in it already. You mm. know, I there's, uh, there's a lot of fantasy uh, worlds out there that I'm into. I don't have time to be getting into a whole new one, you know. I, li- I like that I can just automatically know what the hell they're talking about when they're talking about you know 
uh, Akatosh and mm-hmm. uh, and the the nine gods and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I know what these guys are talking about because I've been playing Elder Scrolls games for like ten years, mm. right? And that was that was a like a thing for World of Warcraft, right? Like, yeah, I've been, you, you I've been were playing... familiar enough with it that yeah. like, when you started playing through it, you had context for the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't like you know some black yeah. desert game or whatever that I'm like, right. I, this is a completely new thing and I have to start from absolute scratch. Yeah. Um, when you're playing it, do you feel... So, one of the great things about World of Warcraft, the, the, that game is structured to be very sticky. Like, the although there's a lot of, like, kill 10 of these guys yeah. quests, um, the fact that they are... All the quests are sort of incremental. Mm. Um, you, you can see your progress. Yep. You know how close or how far away you are to completing it. Um, and then you get a reward at the end, and it feels mm. good. Uh, do, does it... When you're playing... The Elder Scrolls are, I mean, for example, you start playing at 6 p.m. Yeah. Do you look at the clock and now it's 3 in the morning? Or um, is it like, I'll play for this for an hour and then I've, I, that's enough time and I'm going to go do something else? I I kind of do. Um, you do what, though? No, I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of lose track of time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the first day I played, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just check this out. And then, you know, six hours went by. Wow. And I was like, "Oh wow, this is." And I and it was it was funny because it felt like those you know six hours, I'd I'd really only just started scratching the surface of the actual game. Yeah. Um. Because so they they do this cool thing where, I guess they have like a sort of tutorial. You know, they have the starting zones. Yeah. But there's like this major story with the starting zone. Well, at least the one I did that, um, guides you through to the sort of main area, which is where we're at now, which is like this main sort of city thing. Yeah. And you really feel like it was a journey and you, you know, made some kind of progress and stuff happened. And that's neat. Yeah. And, you know, that's that, that, that is kind of like Elder Scrolls. Mm. You know, we, we talked about video games this week. Yeah. Like, and I remember you t- telling, uh, I remember overhearing a conversation, <laughs> you, you telling someone about your experience on The Witcher 3. Right. And coming across the portal. Yep. And then days later, you told the same story again. Yeah, so the same portal, <laughs> but in ESO. Yeah, and I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> and even I was realize like, that. Oh my goodness! I didn't even realize. Yeah, so in in The Witcher, I was uh, on some island and I was just walking along and I saw a lighthouse. I was like, Oh, I'll just go to that lighthouse. Mm-hmm. No quest markers, nothing, nothing to know that there was anything there. And I walked in there. I was like, Oh my god, there's a portal. Yeah. And I went through the portal and there was this whole dungeon with like this little story, like its this, own story. Yeah, this own story, this <laughs> whole thing. And I came, I came out of it feeling like, Holy shit! I just had an, a crazy experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was playing. Yeah, so cut to a few weeks later. I was playing. Uh, it was the Elder same Scrolls. week. El- <laughs> was it? Was yeah. it? Okay. It was this week. Yeah. Well. It- <laughs> no, but it was weeks ago that I had that Witcher experience. Uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was like ages. I don't ago. remember. It but like that, I was okay. just tell- I was just telling that like oh, okay. last week. Yeah. But yeah. Um, in Elder Scrolls, I was walking along and I found a cave and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go check out this cave." Mm. Uh, well, no, no quest markers, nothing. Yep, I was just yep. w- off wandering by myself, and I found at the bottom of this cave there was a chest, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna open up this chest," and there a portal. Portal <laughs> came out of it, yep. and I went through the portal, and there was a whole dungeon that had its, its own, own storyline. Story Wait, there was a portal in the chest? Yes, yep. yes, and that was part of the. That was like, that sounds crazy, right? That sounds <laughs> that weird. Sounds weird. Yeah. That sounds weird, uh-huh. and. There's dialogue in uh, that dungeon where you're talking to the guy who set up that portal, and he's like, <laughs> and, and you you ask him like, why did you put a portal in the chest? He's like, well, I wanted to make sure nobody would enter it, and, and he's like, oh, I suppose I probably shouldn't have put it in a, a luring chest that like adventurers <laughs> might open. 
Also, how is he going to get out? I'm just going to, oh no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. in his chest now. <laughs> I've, I've locked myself but in. But that, that was a thing where it's like I was in this dungeon for like an hour or, or so, or yeah. an hour, about an hour, and went through all this like all this story, all this stuff happening, and uh, got came out at the end of it, finished that dungeon. I was like, yeah, oh, man, I just experienced something. That was that's, that was incredible. That's funny, and it's the same thing. It was the ex- yeah, and I but didn't I didn't realize it was the exact same thing until Savannah mentioned. It. It's fascinating that it's. I mean, that was a memorable experience, despite it being something you could basically experienced already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I didn't like click to that. I was just like, I mean, Skyrim had. Um, the house that had a painting that you could enter. Did it? Yeah. Mm. Do you remember, I remember that? that. <clears throat> so there's like, I, they do these, these neat little like breaks from the main world. Yeah. Uh, in interesting ways that make them quite memorable, uh, or at least I thought so, but you don't remember the painting. <clears throat> I don't, maybe I, it, dude, it was so long ago. I played Skyrim. There's a guy who's, who, uh, got, gets stuck in his painting and, and you, you meet his like painting assistant. I feel like yeah, I remember she's standing next to the painting and then she's like, I don't know where he's gone. And then you like enter the painting and there's all these yetis and you're, you've got paint thinner. Yeah. This, oh, this sounds, <laughs> this sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just some weird wacky like side story. And yeah, but you come out of it going, man, that was an experience. You go, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This game's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this game is great. That's like, yeah. I said that both times. <laughs> yeah. Walked it, away from that going, this game is great. Yeah. I, I guess when I look at that, I like the idea that whether Zenimax or CD Projekt yeah. is like, all right, designers come up with stories and yeah, yeah. I, I like that part come, of it. Come like, up with these dungeons and just like create stories for them for their yeah, interesting thing. That's cool. Side areas and it amounts to having more content, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. I just don't. That seems like the cheapest way Putting to go. Yeah, to to put it in the world to, yeah. to me. But it's it's an effective way. It, it's so but just it's because it's cheap doesn't mean it's um. It's bad. Like if if you can do something that's both cheap and effective, that's mm. great, right? That's quick. Mm. And do you feel like game development? Yeah, I, I guess. My like, question is how how often do they use portals? Um, or portal like things? Well, I mean, ah. in in Witcher, like, dude, you're traveling through portals all the time, but mm. it's not like, oh, here's another portal. Here's here's gonna be another crazy story <laughs> adventure. Here mm. we go. Oh man, yeah. you know what game had a lot of portals? Uh, portal. Half portal. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, cheap. What a cheap game. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about Samarost, shall we? Sure. So if you haven't heard of Samarost, um, you may have heard of a game called Machinarium. Same developer. Uh, Amanita, I think, is the developer name. Uh, and it's, it's a point-and-click adventure game. Uh, real weird. We're talk- We were talking about weird games where you're, you're a deer with a human face before this is sort of on a similar this is this has a little more cohesiveness to it and there's like a structure and there's a storyline and there's like a, a start and an end um but it's very strange you're a little white elf uh and one day a trumpet falls out of the sky and lands in, in your front yard and you 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 can hear things through the through the trumpet and and play the, what you've heard back to the thing that you heard it from to communicate with it. Oh, weird. So, for example, very early on, you, like, uh, encounter, like, a, a giant plastic bottle. <laughs> and then you it, you use your trumpet, and it makes some noise. It's like, <laughs> and 
Wait, how do you know it's plastic? Because it just looks like a big plastic bottle. Like, it looks like a plastic bottle. Okay. Like a piece of, like a literal not- garbage okay. bottle. Okay. And, and, and it, when you listen to it, you play your song and then it's like, um, it, 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 it plays this animation where it's like, I'm, I'm a bottle. I'm trying to fly away, but I can't. But if only someone would cut me in half. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> then I would finally be able to fly away like I want to. Oh. And so then you go and murder a, a plastic bottle. It's so weird. Anyway, um, it's also like... It's a, all about recycling this game. <laughs> or something. It, you know what? Yeah. It sort of is. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, it's a bizarre game, but it's really enjoyable as well because mm. it's... Uh, World has its sort of a, a, an internal logic... And it's just gorgeous looking. Like, oh so no, very, yeah. You care about visuals. Yeah, it does look good. I can't believe it. I found a game that you might actually like because it's pretty. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't play it. It does uh. look good. <laughs> Why not? not? It's not my kind of game. What? How do you know? Uh, from what I've seen, I, I can judge. It's so it's so that, pretty though. Yeah, I I can get that from screenshots or, or trailers. <laughs> All right. I don't feel like I need to play that game. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Um, it's got some very neat puzzles in it as well, um, and it's got quite a few secrets. Secrets mm. that it doesn't really hint at. Sometimes it doesn't hint at at all, and you have to sort of do a lot of experimentation to find it. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I felt I I did this thing because I was just wondering if I could do this thing, and it turns out I can, and now I feel really clever. Um, like for example, very early on, in the same area as the suicidal bottle, for example, um, there's this golden deer looking thing leaping from stone to stone in the background mm. and it seems sort of afraid of you um and you can climb this wall uh and hide in a cave and when it leaps past you you can then come out of the cave and jump on its back oh. and then it'll just you get to ride around on it for a little while as a little, the little animation plays and then you get to collect some logo of a of the deer thing some logo you get yeah. The logo yeah you and the, you you these are all tied to Steam achievements. Oh and, my god! And like yeah. you, once you, then on like the menu. Also, this game contains no words other than like the credits. Not That's even good. the title screen doesn't even have the game's name. There's no actual title. Mm. Um. Uh, one thing that's really strange about this game, though, is that they they go so far through the game without ever using any words, letters, or numbers. Um, they just use symbols mm. that so theoretically anybody anywhere should be able to play this game yeah localization and it. yeah pretty easy it's, it's actually really clever and, yeah. and, a, and a great game design decision except in this one part where you have to like plant plants and then uh, like all of a sudden when you use your trumpet to like listen to the plant or whatever it uses like the letters a b and c to like try and display this idea and oh, it just man. made me think like you guys like got so close to doing yeah a completely localization free like you could give this to like a, a someone who can't even read, like a four year old or yeah. something, and, and they should theoretically be able to play through the game. Um, do you think they, they just they get like so close, and then uh, they, they, it feels like they gave up on this one thing? Yeah. Do Do you think that they just really wanted to keep that puzzle in, but couldn't figure out a way to? Yeah, I wonder to, to convey what they wanted without it's, using letters. M- maybe it's 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 kind of it's a bummer because like. Because why does it, it have to be ABC? They could just use any symbol. Like they could just make up. Yeah, you could just make up letters, and then they're yep. just the letters that represent whatever they're or, supposed to be matching, or even colors. Or colors, can they just yeah. pick it by color? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, 
I had been thinking about that as well. The, the the way they do the art for these like little things that you listen to for trumpet mm-hmm. reasons mm-hmm. is uh, it's all one color, sort of like sketchy and and quite interesting looking. Okay, but um, so I don't know. I think it would have stuck out oddly if they had used color, mm. but I don't know if it would have stuck out worse than them using letters. So it's it's a weird one. Like, I, I that part stuck out as bad for me. Um. But, but I wonder I if anybody else would have noticed it because you you're sitting there going, "Oh my god, this is this is amazing what they've done. They're they're using no words. This is yeah. incredible." And then no oh, words or letters. Oh, they're using yeah. words or letters. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, it's... I, I wonder if other people are just like, "Oh, this is a cool puzzle." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they they even there's a there's a section in the game which is functionally like a a number ch- like a it's you're you're trying to like line up these totems right. and there's like sort of they basically are using numbers but they're not actually using numbers they're using symbols that are representative of numbers okay and you you sort of figure that out by looking at these yeah. things and it's kind of clever hmm. um and that one sticks out as like there there was a there was an obvious solution for people who understand like the the numbers that we use hmm. uh and they they didn't use it there but hmm. then there's this other part of the game where they're just like yeah abc done call it yeah, a day weird it seems yeah that does seem weird um still i reckon that game is it's it's kind of short uh i think you if you're just sitting down to play it you'll do it in in the evening and you'll probably find everything there is to do in that game um and it's so it's a little bit pricey for the price for the for how much is it the length uh i think we got it for like 30 dollars something like that um but it is gorgeous looking and the soundtrack is uh by one of my favorite musicians so i was very Mm. pleased Um, lady gaga she does that yeah okay um awesome p- poker face oh yeah i always thought you were a little monster <laughs> um uh but i, I reckon if if you care about like uh, it it looks like you're playing through a picture book yeah yeah um, it looks that's really cool. that's sort of a feat in itself and uh, that's why i always like their games is because they're just beautiful. how many games have they put out because i only know of martianarium so they sam roast was like an art project i think that this guy did mm. in like the earlier mid 2000s right um and then he did samros 2 as a game that it was sold mm. then machinarium uh then botanic botanicula botanicula okay like that. yeah that's the only one i haven't played they also mm. did like a, a web game okay um for the bbc and then samros 3 mm. i think that's all of them they've done some like music videos and stuff as well right um but yeah game wise i think that they, they've only done these mm. Still, um, I reckon it's worth checking out if mm. you care about visuals, um, especially because it's just gorgeous looking. Yeah, it really is. Um, it they, the world also just looks and feels very alive, despite the fact that it looks like a drawing. You can interact with so much of it, and it, so much of it just sort of moves organically. It's just an, a, an amazing feat. Mm. Um, I like uh, I like that there are these good short games these days. Yeah. And they come from these sort of strange studios. This one's, mm. I think, in, I want to say Poland, mm. but I might be wrong. Yeah, like Firewatch? Yeah, like Firewatch. Fantastic. Yeah. Firewatch, yeah. Um, I still think about Firewatch. Yeah, same here. I, that how many simulator? games do I still think about? That bloody walking simulator? Yeah, I that walking still, simulator. I still, I, I really enjoyed Firewatch, but I still get frustrated by the fact that they didn't do the thing I wanted them to do. What was it? Um, they wanted to give, you wanted to get a shotgun. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Flamethrower. I want it. So 
you remember it starts off like you, you play through the first few days oh and, like, you want yeah, to like yeah. leap over logs yeah, yeah. i remember day, you, day yeah. seven you're yeah. like you're still kind of new to yeah. the forest and then suddenly it skips to like day 70 something right mm. and at that point you've been in there for like two months yeah you should be able to like hop over logs you should be able to jog through the forest mm. you've been living out in the woods you're a woodsman now you're like you should be in better shape and you yeah. should be able to navigate like uh, a parkour master right it, yeah you, you should know the environment very well by that point mm-hmm. yeah it d- but it, it feels very clumsy still and it feels like there's no sense of progress there yeah and it's just it's just it especially is when you're because you backtrack kind of a bit there's so, there's a lot of backtracking in yeah there. and so backtracking sucks yeah <laughs> and so if you can speed that up and have it make sense in the story yeah I, it, it, you know that's it, great it just would have cemented the character growth mm. so beautifully yeah yeah i don't know uh, wait, wait, you're, okay, you said backtracking sucks. Yeah. How, how does the ASO deal with that in your, in your dungeons? Is it a linear dungeon? Uh, we, we saw him teleport. Yeah. Oh, dude, um, the portal at the end, dude, of course. Talk, like, uh, Bethesda has always done this really good thing that, um, I actually I don't remember in Morrowind, it might have been there, but I definitely remember uh, seeing it in um, in Oblivion, was that you go through this massive dungeon, say mm-hmm. you're in a dungeon for like 40 minutes or something, and you get to the end and you fight the thing or whatever, and there's some treasure, and you're like, okay, cool. Mm. You don't want to backtrack all the way through an empty dungeon just to get to the end. There's almost always some sort of back door somewhere. Yeah. In, in Oblivion and Skyrim, I think it was more so in Skyrim than Oblivion even. Um, the, desi- the dungeons are designed in such a way that you loop back around mm. um, just by virtue of exploring the dungeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, that actually did happen in the, the dungeons that I was in in, um, mm-hmm. in thing was that back doors you you I, I even in one i remember walking in one and seeing this huge door that i couldn't open uh, and being like i bet when i'm done <laughs> with this dungeon i'm gonna walk through that door and like be right at the start again and yep. guaranteed that's exactly what so happened. it's a yep. huge loop you go around this loop yeah yeah then... you just go all the way around and then you suddenly realize where you are and then you well you fight the final thing and then you realize oh oh I'm man it, once start. you realize it it sort of takes away from some of the magic because they do it uh, very consistently, especially yeah. in Skyrim. Yeah. Tell you what, I like how um, shooters do that. They'll get you to walk through a course. Yeah. It'll be calm, but you yeah. can actually look through the environment. Mm-hmm. You can see good cover points. Right. Yeah. And then something happens, and then you're playing it backwards. That, that's a good. Oh. I think that's yeah. a good way to do, do shooters. Mm. Just that would because be you like, can. That, like, that would be cool for. Uh, I, I don't think there are many dungeons in any game that kind of. You go through the dungeon first; that's completely unpopulated, mm. and then you get to the end. You you and grab the fucking amulet or whatever, yeah. and then suddenly it's all populated with skeletons. And you got to fight your way back. I, I don't see that many many it, times. It, okay. it doesn't really work in those sorts of games very well because there's usually like covers not a thing. A way to teleport. <laughs> oh sure, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not going to work in like something like our game because yeah, because you just oh, oh you reach the end. See yeah, <laughs> back to town. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's actually sort of the problem that. Uh, those games face mm. when you when you give them some player too much freedom it's hard yeah. to challenge them in, in that yeah. way um it would work in the witcher because you can't fast travel without going to certain spots mm-hmm. um oblivion and skyrim both have uh great fast travel systems where once you've discovered a location on the map you mm. can just click on it and go there it's like a bonfire or something like uh, a certain area that you can no it's just any it's no, just it's anything you can go to the map any just... any oh. landmark and it will pass the time as though you had mm. run there. Okay. Um, I don't like. I. 
I, I know why fast travel is in a game and I understand it, but I never use it. Yeah, I don't use it that much either unless I'm like hardcore questing. In, in any game, you, you never I'll, use fast I'll travel. I'll hardly ever use it. Like in The Witcher, I will run across, I will horse across a map um, instead of fast traveling mm. because it's just, yeah, I'm just in like immersed in the world. Yeah, I, that, that is something yeah. cool about video games. It's like, uh, like GTA, would you rather drive from point A to point B and get into crazy shit shenanigans along the way or would mm. you just like fast travel there i remember in four you could get into a taxi and then just oh, like yeah, sit yeah, through it and yeah. look out the window and i remember trying yeah. to do that and i was like this driver sucks oh fuck <laughs> having a light skip. dude there was um he's running out the meter so bad <laughs> actually the only game where i fast traveled all the time was la noir oh yeah because like the city was just so boring mm. to drive through <laughs> and by the time i got there i was like why was i here again <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yep um, being a detective yeah yeah I also want to talk about uh, Hearthstone, right? Real quick, right? Uh, because last time I talked about how I was a bit worried about the set. Yep. And you saw the rabbit guy. Yeah, I yep. also saw the rabbit guy. Yep. Vermin, as yep. as they're called. Um, the rabbit guy. Yep. His name's Vermin. That's the Vernon. Of- He's Vernon. Vern- <laughs> Vernon. Vernon the Vermin. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, since then, they revealed basically the other two. Oh yeah. Factions. The the the. We'd only really seen a little bit of one faction back then. It had only really just been revealed. And that faction was all about uh, basically scaling the cards in your hand up. Hmm. Um, And I was a bit worried because I was like, well, they've done some sort of cards in hand mechanics before. Um, I think the biggest issue with the current set is how they've communicated it. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Because there's actually some really cool mechanics. Oh. And there's this potential, like one, one of my hopes slash criticisms was like will this be a year and a half from now will we look back and go you could only have this deck during this era mm-hmm. um and i think there will be some decks uh that you could only have during this set um now that, now that we've seen what they're they're actually doing with the other w- with their three factions um when they first showed off the game they're like yeah there's the three factions and they have like cross class cards only these three classes can use these cards and there's nine cards like that and i'm like well, there's like 130 cards in the set and only nine cards do the special thing mm. of the set. That sounds dumb. Um, but in reality, it's like these these are the indicators for what the mechanics are for mm. those three classes for the set. Um, and the three mechanics are like you build up cards in hand, um, which is interesting because there are cards that interact in interesting ways with that. Um, and even across the three classes that use that mechanic, they do it in different ways. Um, Paladins, for example build up almost all the minion cards in their hand. Uh, uh, warriors build up a specific one, like but is either like a taunt one grows big or what, like one random one gets a bunch of points. And Hunters, I think, is um, a, a random one gets a bunch of points, but it's a little bit different for some reason. I, I can't even remember. It's, but it's, it's different in some slight way. Hmm. Um, there's a whole other faction that does stuff based on if you have no duplicate copies of something in your hand. Oh, wow. Or in, in your deck, rather. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's okay. like Reno. Reno Jackson is a card that heals you to full if you've got no duplicate cards in your deck. So it's about filling your deck with singletons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then th- that's for like mage, warlock, and wow. priest. Um, and then for rogue, druid, and uh, shaman? Yeah, Rogue Druid and Shaman. Remember we were talking about there's no real sensible reason these three classes are mm. together. Um, that's still the case. However, <laughs> um, they have this mechanic called like 
the, the, their faction is the Jade Lotus, yep. and their mechanic is they have cards that when they do a thing, they uh, play a, a Jade Golem on the battlefield. Uh, and a Jade Golem is basically a 1-1. One, one okay. The first time you play it. Oh-oh. And then the second time, the second Jade Golem is a 2-2. Two, two. Uh-oh. Third Jade Golem is a yep. 3-3. Three, three. And so the more Jade Golems you play, the more effective each hmm. subsequent Jade Golem will be. And is is there a... Uh like theoretical limit to how many times you can play it. Some I someone I think Daniel was talking about this. He said there's like definitely a 30/30 right possibility. Um and so when you look at like the styles of deck that are doing this, uh shaman is about sort of filling the board with totems. Mm. So you can see some analogies mm. with the jade golems. You're filling the board with these little token jade golem tokens. Um druid has token style decks already. Um and rogue has a lot of interactions with like pulling things from the board and placing them again hmm. with shadow step. So you can see that anything that's like battle cry place Jade Golem on the board yep. is going to be quite good in Rogue. Yeah. So you can now see there's sort of a connection there. Um, the problem is they they reserved all these mechanics. Like they never communicated this when they announced the set. Right. It was just like there's these class no, cards. They were they were class cards. They were more excited about the setting. I think. That, yeah. That was what they were putting across. I think. And I think that was a really really huge mistake because you can explain the cool things about the the set without revealing mm. the specifics um if they had said the there's the three the three classes of warrior paladin and hunter are about uh playing things that will improve the things you haven't played yet huh. um if you the druid uh, rogue and shaman are about playing things are built upon the things you've already played. Right. Um, and Sham and Mage, yeah. Priest, and and and, War- and Warlock are about playing as many things as possible. Like, that tells you immediately, oh, there are different archetypes. Yeah. And that's a cool concept. Like, yeah. I now understand there's going to be some interesting mechanics that make these three classes, uh, these three subsets mm. of classes, feel very different for the set. But instead, they're like, yeah, you're in Gadgetson, and there's these three crime families, yep. and... And they have they share some cards across the classes. And I was like, you know how Gadgetzan <laughs> is this little tiny outpost? Well, guess what? It's not. It's a giant <laughs> yeah. city. You didn't. You just don't get to see any of it because it doesn't actually. Wouldn't exist that be in World cool in World of Warcraft? <laughs> well, it's happening in Arstone. <laughs> yep. So I think that that the biggest problem with this upcoming set was how they communicated. I'm actually really excited. I think this has more potential than like Whispers of the Old Gods did. Right. Um, because Whispers of the Old Gods really just had like the gods as the mechanical mm. defining feature and there's that's only four cards mm. and then i guess for the cthune decks the cards that support cthune um this actually has like actual interesting deck defining mechanics um so i'm, I'm excited they should have just said that from the start maybe that was just <laughs> maybe the thing is that was just too hard a thing to sort of convey well i guess like it's not though like i i yeah. said it in three sentences yeah i guess i guess <laughs> like, I mean, you just, you, 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 you say, would need. I think you would need that as you know, because they announced it at BlizzCon. Yeah, that explanation of it should have been at the Hearthstone panel, like getting up on stage in front of all those people to you know at the keynote or whatever, yeah. where they just where they you know first announced it might be a little difficult to get across to I don't know mass like, crowd. When, I, I mean, there's probably a lot of Hearthstone fans. Yeah, well, they definitely is, would that's be. That's the place yeah. you're doing it. And on top of that, like when they were announced, like I remember when they announced, I was at BlizzCon when they announced the Demon Hunter for Diablo. Oh wow! Um, and they were they they said 
they're, they, the demon hunter is about balancing blah 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 yeah. these these two resources and uh, yeah and that's it's about uh, get getting up in range and and movement mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like well yeah that's, that's that sounds cool like mm-hmm. i i wasn't like a diablo fan when that when but you understood now what that I, class I, was about. I, I was familiar enough with games as a mm-hmm. concept that i knew oh this is interesting play implications yeah you know like anybody who has any passing interest in games will understand this involves three different play styles mm. um and that's what they should have focused on well, it's well, like hopefully they uh learn then to uh not yeah. just focus on the cool setting setting is kind of cool i quite like it it's fine yeah sure I, 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 I'd, I'd like it if it was actually in world of warcraft yeah <laughs> that's kind of like what i think is cool about it's it. it's you, it's not a, the problem is this isn't a setting that you get to explore because yeah. it's a card game yeah that's like, the problem you, you don't get to go oh i'm gonna play this card and check out their mansion yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah like yeah. for this the grime street gang's got some cool dudes let's yeah. go like it's, it's just like okay i played this and now my dude's bigger hmm. and grime street yay you know it is such a it is like they just focused on a weird thing yeah, for this yeah they missed the point i think i i wonder how much of this was like maybe their pr not actually understanding the game that well maybe maybe they were like uh yeah no one's gonna care about the mechanics talk about how those gang bosses and, and yeah there's, and there's crime talk about this cool city that doesn't exist yeah talk about how there's a, a bank vault yeah. Uh okay. <laughs> talk about this talk about this rabbit guy. Yeah. You make sure you that rabbit make guy sure you get that rabbit guy in there. You know that race that no one can play as? Make sure that's front. <laughs> that's center. not even really <laughs> It's in the it's in the game, but it's not even how it looks in the like, in the Hearthstone like thing. In the Pandaren location yeah. that nobody really likes that much. <laughs> and they're they're even they're like little cobalt dudes in the game. They're not like actual rabbit guys like how it shows in the in that Hearthstone. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're not they're, they're just like little. They're like, called vermin because they're fucking dumb vermin. Mm. They're not like a smart thief that's just stolen from. Yeah, the... it's, they're 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 not portrayed as like yeah. a cohesive society yeah. with leaders and and yeah, they're like they're just the things you kill ten of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the thing you kill ten of. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys want to talk about anything else? Um, I had one thing. Oh, yep. And Did this we... is is the Red Dead minute. Oh yeah, no, but it's yeah, it, one minute. Go. It comes off the back of um, Ryan in the last episode. Yeah, brought up the whole the dog scene, the vulture thing, right? And he was saying this is probably a one-off thing. Is this the start of uh, Severn and Ryan feud? No, no, this mm-hmm. is me speculating about more Red Dead stuff. Well, okay. Also, li- listeners uh, know should know that Ryan is a, a programmer that we work with. Oh, he's not. not really a programmer, <laughs> says Severn. Yeah. Um, so barely a human, <laughs> says Severn. Just something you kill ten of, says Severn. <laughs> 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 uh, All right. So about Red Dead <laughs> yep. and the uh, the vultures. I thought, wouldn't it be cool to have a me- mechanic? And it's just wishful thinking right now and speculating. Yeah. But wouldn't it be cool if there was some kind of permanence to the actual dead things that you, well, the animals that you oh, kill right, yeah. in? In, in the map. Right. So in another scene, you actually see a guy he, who's got a deer on the back of his horse. Yeah. Imagine if you can kill a thing and use it as bait to attract another thing. Or, you know, you just let the carcass rot and then yep. vo- it, it attracts vultures. Or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's actually a very interesting 
things that have happened, and that, I think that's probably what maybe what they're showing off. So I'm not sure if that's going to be been a thing. No though. indication of that. I know. <laughs> I know. This is this is equivalent <laughs> to saying, you know, it'd be cool if in World of Warcraft you had you could like build your own weapon Dude, they've from only, like other it, weapons it's like a super weapon yeah. and then it turns into a gun mm-hmm. and then no, be, it, it dude, you, you better be careful i mean we remember what happened with no man's sky about like oh yeah about stuff that's mm-hmm. not in the game yeah. yeah if i wonder if like the family for rock stars here they'd be like uh yeah <laughs> you <laughs> could okay. do that yeah. it's a big world it's, who they're knows gonna, they're gonna molly knew it yeah <laughs> um but yeah no that dude uh, I, I agree. Like, uh, if there was ever a game that had something like that, that'd be seriously it. It cool. really is just speculation. Yeah, it's speculation. Yeah, but you know, something. would you would you want it to so that like let's say you you killed a wolf mm-hmm. and you didn't touch the wolf's corpse mm-hmm. and you came back, uh, some time has passed and the wolf's corpse is not just still there but in a state of decay. Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, now, would you like it if in this game? You could kill enough animals that you uh-huh. ruin the ecosystem. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I would like this game. <laughs> that was talked about in No Man's Sky as well. Was it really? Yep. You could kill. You could theoretically kill every animal on the planet, and then you'd ruin the ecosystem. Because <laughs> <laughs> the carnivores feed off the herbivores, right? And, you know. The problem is, at that point, it, all you've done is made a static world. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. There's no animals anymore. Yeah. I guess there goes that detail. Yep. Um, I think there's. Uh, I don't think we're at a point where games can successfully simulate a real ecosystem. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but you don't. You don't have to like simulate it. You just need to have, as part of its like the corpse lying there, it just has a few phases where of decay, yep. and then it spawns some vultures, you know, or some whatever. Yep. And then uh, eventually it will just disappear and you can have like... Yeah, it's basically a marker with a timer on it. Mm. A timestamp, pretty much. And you can just do whatever with that timestamp. Yeah, yeah. But you have to start thinking about stuff like, okay, what happens if the player decides to make a pile of corpses? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they just... Keep, More located. They keep dragging the wolves to this location. Yep. Mm-hmm. D- does it become that like at, at every point, at, at every... One week in point, vultures arrive. Mm-hmm. Are, now, are there now 400 like, vultures in this swarm, one location? The swarm's coming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're after the death pile. That'd be cool. Okay, so are these, are, is there just a limit? And then you kill them. And, and then, then the vulture population like skyrocket. number of vultures in this game? Like it's, yeah. It depends, um, man. That, that, is, that would increase vulture numbers, possibly. So then you, you're, cool. you're implying that there is a vulture life cycle. Maybe. That means there has to be locations for vulture nests. Maybe, but you <laughs> do, do. You need to see that. You don't. Yes, need it. you totally need to see that. Not all of them, but if you came across them randomly, it would suggest that. So you sure. don't actually. So have let's to... say you you can't. Let's say you scare the vultures away. Mm-hmm. All the vultures. You scare all the, the entire thousand vultures. Yeah. That you, you, have... you are on horseback. Lightning strikes. You are, yeah. you are on horseback. You ride over to the wolves. Yep. The, these these rotting wolves. Mm-hmm. The vultures fly away. Mm-hmm. You follow a flying vulture. Okay. Where does it go? Yeah, it goes. Oh. It goes somewhere. You chase yes, it. Yes, it does go somewhere. <laughs> now it's got, but it has to go somewhere, right? It can, either you're it pops out of the sky, my, my or horse it has can to have travel. A nest then, my, at my, that point, there needs to be enough nesting locations that all of the escaped vultures can land somewhere. Sure, but you only need to deal <laughs> with the ones Red that are rendered sounding great. I can't believe what this is. Nick, what I'm saying is, you don't have to like actually deal with every vulture. You just have to show that vultures go out of the screen. And imply that. So, but your camera can move. 
Sure, but you'd have to ensure that the vulture moves faster than, than the you. horse. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually gets so fast it just fades away, and then it's actually just despawned. And then as a player, you're just like, ah, oh, I lost track of it. Yeah. Well, they can fly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if so there's then a you cliff, don't have, yeah, then you don't have to have it like go to a. a so a at this point, there is there isn't a location where the vultures come from. They are just it just they're, off screen. They are yeah. just spawned based on cor- wolf corpses. Sure. So but you, you can could, have you can have you could have an unlimited number of vultures. Sure. What would David Attenborough say to you right now? Come on, man. <laughs> um, dude, but like piling up corpses has been a, a thing in every in oh, yeah. many video games. Absolutely. I, I watched, there was a Hitman video that maybe I'll link as well because it's pretty great. It was called, it's titled, uh, There's a Problem with a Toilet. And uh, it's, it's, the hit, it's the Hitman uh, in a hotel room and he picks up a phone and he says, there's a problem with the toilet. <laughs> and he and he puts the phone down, and then a a, a guy comes like after a few minutes to be, to be like, oh, I'm here to fix your toilet. He opens the door, and there's like fifty corpses <laughs> of of staff. staff employees who have come to fix this toilet. And he strangles and kills him, throws him in there, shuts the door, goes up Calls to the phone, the phone, goes to the phone, says, "There's a problem with the toilet." <laughs> and then just puts it down. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, uh... that's so good. So it just needs to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I love game logic like that. Oh, it's... dude, it's so good. Like, uh, I mean, we're talking about Hitman, but yeah. I mean, it, it, it really embraces that, you know, yeah. Hitman. Yeah. Awesome. All yeah. right. Uh, Skyrim does as well with their, like, hoarding. Skyrim hoarders. Oh, yes. Yeah, where you can just have a room filled with junk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember you... <laughs> there's a video of someone who picked up every weapon they found in Skyrim and put it in their oh house in Whiterun. Yeah. And then like got married and you can see the the wife trying to slowly charge <laughs> through like it's up to her waist. Yeah. And so she's like in sort of swords. Like, swords too. <laughs> yeah. You would be yeah, stabbed yeah. to death. <laughs> <laughs> but they just sort of like they swords just roll off of each other and she's just slowly cutting a path through them. Yeah. And then cutting a path through herself as yeah. well. Swords. There's also like when when people figure out how to duplicate stuff in in Oblivion, oh, and yeah. they would go to like the Ivory Tower, and they'd start at the top and they'd duplicate watermelons, and then there'd just be like a water full yeah. of watermelons filling right. up the room below. Where there's like all these seeds, <laughs> like all, the most important people in in Oblivion are just like getting <laughs> buried in watermelons. Yeah. But the it's uh, it's also great because like the reactions of the NPCs. Are non-reactions, no. but that makes it more hilarious. They they might have like a flinch animation, yeah. where they like, but when still like they'll be them. covered in like watermelons, yeah. and you'll walk uh, up to them and be like, "Hey there!" Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> I heard someone, someone, the hero of Kavaches. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, you know, you're surrounded by a million watermelons, neck deep in watermelons. Yeah, like, <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you, <laughs> until I got swallowed by a watermelon ocean. All right, we're out of time. If you have, you, you didn't want to talk about the the big fan. Maybe? Oh, we we got a huge email uh, from a user. We're just gonna call them V because that's how they call themselves. Um, uh, tons of comments. Really good e- email. Um, we probably won't read it out just because it's it's hugely long. Yeah, but um, we'll, we'll get back to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Severn, Severn will give you the answer to the, the book. Walt Disney audiobook biography. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we really appreciate that email. We love hearing from our fans. Uh, we're just actually, we, we'll, we'll answer one question because there's um, a very short question email. It just says, question for the podcast. 
What's GGG's plan for staying relevant after people find out a game like uh, Initium exists? Uh, one ep- hour episodes are short. Please do two hours from now on. Right. We're probably not going to do two hours. We're at mm. the uh, one hour episode. This is the halfway mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's from R. Uh, we looked at Initium briefly. Um, we think we're doing. I think we're okay to stay relevant. Yeah. That so Initium. Feel free to Google it if you're listening. Uh, it's sort of like a a browser based. Text. text MMO, text-based yeah, text, MMO. Yeah, it looks like a, an MUD, like a multi-user mm-hmm. dungeon. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I think it says mud on it. There's probably depth there. I would. I would be. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a deep game there, but it's it's also the sort of game where there's a a huge barrier of entry, which is uh, embracing how much waiting and text there is. Mm. Um, for example, Blake was. Uh, in a tavern, I think. And yeah, well, it, said, it said I was in a tavern. Yeah, and, and and he explored the tavern, and then it showed a little like pixelated guy walking down a hallway, saying, "You're you're looking for things of interest," um, and then I don't really know there what was happened. No, there was no things of interest. Yeah, but there, were, but you had to watch that animation for that to happen. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know why because it's not like it can't have been loading. Anything? I, yeah, no. This it is should have just that was probably just the animation playing. Like, this is yeah. This is this is. Uh, I I suspect it's just sort of like a a cooldown mechanic, hmm. right? You you don't want to let players sure constantly be tapping. Yeah, yeah. So you give them a three or five second animation. Uh, I personally, I I played some MUDs back in the day. Uh, they weren't for me. It, it's I found it too difficult to. Uh, get a sense of the world right it's hard to figure out where like your your place geographically yeah when you are basically uh following descriptions and it's mm. like to the north there is the forest of blah 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 to the east a dark tunnel lays ahead uh, uh there is nothing to the south and west <laughs> and you're like okay well, i guess i'll go to the forest there's more forest to the north east and south uh okay i'll just keep going north there's more forest. <laughs> there, there's a rabbit here. That's why. That's that's why you have a uh, you know a, a piece of paper and a and a pencil. Yeah. And draw I mean, it back out. back in the eighties, yeah. this was the only way you could do it. Yeah. That's what people did, and um, you know that's cool. Uh, I I don't know that we need to worry about staying relevant in a in in a world where there's a twenty year old game format that also is apparently still relevant. Yeah. I think the thing is, it's like. We bare, like we didn't even scratch the surface. No, no. We we just smudged some dust off the surface, and that's we, we went. Whoosh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's there's something here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it looks too big. There's a lot of dust underneath that, but it's yeah. still uh, yeah. something. So it's probably like a a huge a huge vast like game that you could really get invested in if yeah. you wanted uh, to. R, if you're if you're listening, feel free to email us. Tell us what you like about an AM. We'd be we'd be curious to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I think that uh, Severn wants to say something. <laughs> oh, you thought right. Um, I think we're doing different things. Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's mean, not, it's, it's not an ARPG. <laughs> it's it's a much yeah. slower, uh, more like a a traditional role playing game, yeah. like mm-hmm. a pen and paper style, than anything else. And and I think Path of Exile is doing okay. Yeah. And and also there's work to be done. Like we we work there. Yep. We know there's some stuff coming. Yep. We got cool content on the way. Mm-hmm. So we're always. Moving forward. Yep. 
Yeah. And uh, talking about cool content on the way. How's um, that tile set? <laughs> oh, man. It's fantastic. Are you able to close that one issue down and move on to the nope. next one issue? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not for another year, probably. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, cool content coming for the podcast. Oh, um, so la- last last time we uh, we we put it out there that we wanted we were thinking of doing a you want to talk YouTube to, talk about this Are we podcast? ambushing Severn again? No, heard, well, yeah. <laughs> this is another call for because we had two people uh, come back and say that they want to see that, but we're hoping for some uh, bigger. Uh, that would double the views on most of the <laughs> YouTube that, videos that, we've got. That, that would actually, that would. <laughs> but uh, I think I think Severn has a goal in his head of like how many people we need to pressure him into, into doing. Wait, it. What's that number? No, well, I'm not going to say. But um, <laughs> three. I, I think we, we're gonna we're gonna throw around the idea. Yeah. Um, the year's wrapping up. Yeah, but of. it's not going to happen this year for sure. Yeah, I, but, I would like to see Severn play Stamros three. Actually, oh I yeah, wanna, yeah. I want to see what you think of that game. I think Nick, you'll, yeah, yeah, you'll love it for a little bit, and then you're gonna hate it. Thing is, thing that listeners don't know is Nick's all for waterboarding, and so <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they know that. I love waterboarding. Everyone knows that. So yeah, he wants to see me play these very bad. <laughs> um, yeah, that yeah. that's not cool, Nick. Don't do that. <laughs> I would not wish that on you. Um, but like I'm open to the idea. It's yep. just it's a thing of time. Oh, for sure. And like we're we're not gonna like pressure you. You know, we're not gonna be like you have to do it now mm. kind of thing. We'll we'll sort it out whenever. Yeah, yeah. we'll give you like an hour of a win like a window of now. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Nick. But um, yeah, we would really like listeners to write in and and really show their support for yes. Seven. Like, also, recommend some games. Recommend some games. Oh yeah, uh, someone did write in and recommend yeah, uh, Watch Dogs. I think is brilliant. Watch Dogs is good. I'm so sure you've said in the past that you didn't think it looked very good. It, dude, two just came out. Yep, and yeah, it's complete garbage. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe. Can't wait for him to play it. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yep. That, that's and, yeah. Okay. And uh, just for like you know, first time listeners or whatever, uh, who might not know what we're talking about, um, Severn is known for disliking games that uh, widely receive wide what? critical acclaim. Yeah, wide uh, critical acclaim and popular acclaim sometimes. Yeah. And and his it basically is like. Oh, did you hear about The Witcher 3? Uh, I heard that game's not that good. <laughs> yep. And so the YouTube series is called I Hear It's Not Very Good, and mm-hmm. it's going to be Severn playing um, critically acclaimed games. Wait, yeah. but it's mainly me ragging on Ubisoft games. That's fine. Like, it's fine. All right. And CD Projekt Red. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. If you have a game you'd like to see Severn play, slash you'd like to just email us a question, uh, our email address is frontseatquestions at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at FrontSeatCast. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash FrontSeatCast. Uh, we have a WordPress site, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. You can talk to us in there as well. Uh, feel free to rate us on iTunes. Have we had any ratings? I don't know. Um, people have said they've rated us, but uh, from what I remember, uh, you can't actually see ratings until you've got a certain amount of ratings. Some some weird thing like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. about right. But one rating does show up from your, your buddy Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think I saw that one too. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've had some. Al- we've also had some people email us and tell us that they've told their friends about the podcast, which is great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, we love that you guys do that. So keep it up. I, our YouTube got a few more followers. What? We were over at- over twenty followers now on <laughs> our YouTube. Get out here! Practically Jeez, doubled. That's whew. cool. Well, 
at a hundred, I think we get our own URL. Really? Yeah, that's pretty neat. <laughs> so well, we're we're on the one, way, one fifth the way there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. I think we're gonna. Well, I think we've got one more episode for the year. Um, of, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, oh big fifty, huh? Yeah, we got big. Ooh. We might end on big fifty, but um, we've also got um, over the over the, the holiday break. Uh, we have planned a uh, we, D&D Yeah, we, we might series. be doing something special. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week, probably, or, sure. or next episode. Yep. yep. Cool. Uh, I'll see you then. All right. See you. Bye. Is the dinosaurs versus space one? Oh, yeah. Actually, I do remember that word. Yeah. Um, or is this the... What is... Man, okay. What? Fuck. What? Uh, I, I don't know how space would be cool. Um, how could space not it, be cooler? It's zero it, gravity. It actually... Okay, here's here's how you know it's cooler. People who live on, like, space stations for, like, a year and a half say, I never get tired of looking out the window. Mm. And then you look at, like... The most recent Jurassic Park movie was about people getting bored of dinosaurs and them having to make a new one. Uh, okay, okay. Like, I have the perfect answer. They get bored even in fiction. No, I have the, I have the perfect answer, all right? Yeah. A space station Jurassic theme park. Oh, Zero-G dinosaurs. Yep, Zero-G dinosaurs. Oh, that, that sounds like a good video game, right? It's like a space, space, dino crisis in space. Yeah, like or really, really dead space. Fossil space, prehistoric. And I can't remember if I showed you guys that one where the the BlackBerry spokesman is just sticking to the script. Yeah. Are we being recorded? Okay. We should probably. Talk towards the microphone. Like, we're really excited. We're pushing the frontiers. Yep. Like, but where did, where did Blackberry yeah, go wrong? Where did Blackberry go wrong? We're really excited. We're pushing the frontiers. Oh, man. Yeah. He that. was like asked that three times this yeah, morning. Yeah, and every time he's just like, look, we're really excited. We're pushing the frontiers. Oh, my God. That was horrible to watch. <laughs> yeah. That was that was so cringy. But he's doing what he was told. He was probably told to stick to the script. Yeah. Stay on script. It, also, he probably just didn't have a lot of experience. Yeah. Like, just, uh, how, how would you have answered that? You get, I don't know. Where did Blackberry go wrong without tarnishing the Blackberry name? Right. So I, I just no keep, they're really excited. <laughs> yeah. New new frontiers. New frontiers. We're pushing, pushing them. The boundaries, man. Yeah. There's, there's the pre- if, if there's a frontier, we're gonna push it. We're, we're, yeah, we're pushing it. Yeah. And if it's we new, we don't care if it pushes back. Look out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but but you, where did Blackberry go wrong? <laughs> So we're so excited. <laughs> I cannot emphasize how excited we are. <laughs> if I see a new frontier, you... I will push it. I will push it to the ground. Um, but where did Blackberry go wrong? Yeah. Is, that a, is that a new frontier? Give me something. I'm going to push that shit. <laughs> so there's been a lot of talk about uh, Blackberry going wrong. What, what's your take on that? <laughs> about where Blackberry uh, went wrong. I feel excited. I feel really excited. Uh, I feel like pushing something, like a new something, like a 
like the front ear, like one of these. Boundary. But like if, if there was like an ear here, yeah, I'd push it. And if it's new, I'd definitely push right. it. All right. So uh, sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 looking, look, look. <laughs>